everybody. Welcome to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Phil Houston, and I've got some good stuff for you today. Uh, first, a little bit of housekeeping and a quick word from our sponsor. If you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, do me a favor, drop us a five-star rating. Let other folks know there's some value here as well. Um, and if you're looking to find me, I'm, I can be found on Instagram at Coach Phil Houston. It's H-U-E-S-T-O-N. On Twitter, at Phil Houston, also H-U-E-S-T-O-N. And at my website, CoachPhilHouston.com. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, and then on with the show. Hey, welcome to the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Phil Houston, and I'm introducing a, another first in a series today. Uh, this one is called No Stuff. No Stuff will explore anatomy, physiology, biomechanics, training, and nutrition terms uh, in ways that every person can understand and maybe even recognize or use in their daily life. In other words, science for everyone to enjoy. Uh, before we get on to today's topic, though, uh, let's get some housekeeping stuff out of the way. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, would you drop me a five-star rating? Let everybody know some value there. Leave me a comment. Let me know that you stopped by and gave a listen. Um, and feel free to reach out to me if you have questions, thoughts, ideas, things you think I ought to cover. Um, I can be reached through Twitter, at Phil Houston. That's uh, H-U-E-S-T-O-N is the last name to spell it right. Um, I'm on Instagram, at Coach Phil Houston. Again, spell that last name right. Uh, right here through the podcast page at anchor.fm. Uh, and also through my website um, at CoachPhilHouston.com. Uh, uh, with that out of the way, let's dive into today's No Stuff topic. Today, we're going to be talking about inversion and eversion of the foot. Um, might not sound real exciting, uh, and honestly, these two, these two terms can be a little confusing for the average person. Heck, they're even confusing for some physical therapists, trainers, and strength and conditioning coaches as well. Um, but there are some easy ways to remember the difference between the two, and I'll be sure to share those with you today, along with some explanation of what they are and how they might impact your life. Um, inversion of the foot happens when the medial line of the foot, in other words, the line on the inside of the foot, um, lifts upward and the lateral or outside part of the ankle moves towards the ground. This causes the soles of the feet to face inwards towards each other, uh, making kind of a tent, okay? Um, so you think of that, uh, inversion makes a tent where the inside parts are the meet together and to make the top. Um, and an eversion of the foot is when the lateral line of the foot lifts off the ground, moving the medial or the inside part of the ankle to move towards the ground. Um, the soles of the feet in this case end up facing away from each other, and your feet, if you did both of them, would make a, make a V. That's um, a simple way to remember which each one is. Um, inversion and eversion occur primarily at the talocalcaneonavicular joint and the subtalar or talocalcaneal joint. Really big names. I'm going to explain what they are a little bit. Uh, the talocalcaneonavicular joint is a ball and socket joint, so it's very similar to like a hip joint, um, formed by the talus, the navicular bone, and the calcaneus, or your heel bone. So if you, uh, if you, you know, pound your heel on the ground, you're pounding your calcaneus on the ground. The talus is interesting because it has no ligament atta ligaments attached to it in humans. Um, as a result, its position is dependent on the movement and actions of the navicular bone, which it sits in, and the calcaneus bone, which it also sits in. Um, that TC joint, calcaneonavicular joint, runs from front to back, if you think of it this way, the calcaneus in the back, the, uh, the talus in the middle, and the navicular joint in the front. Um, the subtalar joint is formed by the meeting of the talus and the calcaneus. Uh, it's what's called a plain synovial joint or gliding joint. Along with the talocalcaneonavicular joint, the subtalar allows for inversion and eversion of the foot. That's their primary job. Um, control of these movements is dictated by a network of ligaments and muscles. I'm not going to name all the ligaments because there's a slew of them, but I'll discuss a couple of them relative to injury in just a moment. Um, the muscles that cause inversion of the foot, in other words, to the inner, inside line to lift up, um, are the tibialis anterior and the tibialis posterior. 
the tibialis anterior can be viewed along the front of your leg when you pull your toes upward. It'll kind of pop out between the two bones in your leg. The tibialis posterior, not so much because, well, it's posterior to that one, so you really can't see it. The muscles that cause eversion of the foot are the peroneus longus or peroneus longus, um, peroneus brevis, and the peroneus tertius. Um, when these muscles become too tight, and they do in quite a few people, they can cause ankle or knee pain and contribute to pronation of the ankle, the foot and ankle. I'm going to address pronation in another episode, so you don't have to worry about what that is right now. Um, but we'll discuss it again and maybe in a future no stuff uh, episode. Inversion injuries of the ankle are common. Um, these are the kind of ones you see in basketball games and things like that where you roll the ankle, okay? Uh, the result in, in, is an ankle sprain affecting the ligaments on the lateral or outside aspect of the ankle. Most commonly, the anterior talofibular ligament um, it, and the calcaneofibular ligament are torn. Um, about 70 to 85% of ankle sprains are caused by forceful inversion. Um, so if you think about it, you know, the most iconic one, probably, or one of the most iconic ones, is when a basketball player goes up for a rebound and comes down and lands on someone else's foot. And then his, his ankle rolls and he, he sprains his ankle. Um, the posterior talofibular ligament can also be torn in an ankle sprain. Eversion injuries of the ankle are far less common. The deltoid ligaments in the foot are designed to limit the movement that may cause these kinds of injuries. Also, the ligaments on the inside of the ankle tend to be stronger than those on the outside of the ankle. However, one common cause of eversion injuries to the foot and ankle is wearing high heel shoes, especially ones you're unfamiliar with or ones that are older and more, quote unquote, broken in. Um, eversion injuries can be painful and can damage the ankle in some pretty bad ways. And I'm not going to go into all of them here, but you can cause some really bad ligament tears and some stuff that's very hard to heal. Um, there are some simple things you can do to avoid inversion and eversion injuries. The first is warm up well before you engage in any sports or dynamic act exercise activities. This might include dancing. Um, sometimes you go dancing or you're, or you're out at a party or whatever, and you don't get warmed up in those, if you're, especially if you're in heels, and they kind of give out, right? Um, walk barefoot more often, you know, when it's safe and appropriate, of course. Walking barefoot stimulates so many muscles and, 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 uh, and nerves in, in the foot that it's so good for you. Um, walk more, period. Just walk, okay? Walking is great for your ankles and, and for your, your strength in your feet. Um, exercise regularly. Again, stay strong. Um, do some single leg stance work. When you do it, press down through your heel and really squeeze your muscles of the lower leg. Try to lock your ankle in place while your knee is kept soft and slightly bent. Um, hold that single leg stance for up to for 15 to 30 seconds at first should be what you're aiming for. Um, I, I believe that every healthy person should be able to stand on one leg for 30 seconds, um, at least 30 seconds. Um, and then as, as you progress a little bit, you can start to perform some soft hops from one foot to the other. Um, it's a slightly more dynamic way of, of performing a single leg movement uh, that'll start to stimulate the muscles in and around your ankle and get you stronger. Uh, so that's the first episode of No Stuff. Really simple, really quick. We're going to make these small bites for everybody, uh, little snacks, if you will. Uh, thanks for listening to the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you learned something. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover, just send me a message. And again, you can reach me um, through Instagram at Coach Phil Houston. You can reach me through Twitter, at Phil Houston, just spell the last name right, H-U-E-S-T-O-N, through my website, coachphilhouston.com, um, and here at, the, at the, the podcast site as well. Um, thank you again for being part of the Four Pillar Fitness Podcast community. I wouldn't be able to do this and wouldn't have a reason to do it without you guys, and I really appreciate it. As always, keep the faith and keep after it. Mm -hmm.